Welcome back to the Anxiously Engaged podcast. I'm so excited to um, talk about our topic today, which is play. We're going to talk about playing. And you're like, well, that's weird. (laughs) But bear with me for a few minutes. I've got some really fun stuff to share with you today. Before I jump into the play and what playing is, I work with a lot of women, men too, but and teens, but especially women, and they are stuck. Sometimes they are stuck in fear, anxiety, worry, overwhelm, too much adulting, too many responsibilities, too many commitments. We get stuck in this role of being an adult. And I'll ask women all the time, when was the last time you truly laughed? I'm not talking about like a laugh. I'm talking about tears running down your face. You can't catch your breath because you're laughing so hard. And you know what? Every once in a while, I'll be surprised and somebody will have an answer. But most women cannot even remember when that was. They can't remember when that was. And it's tragic because when you have moments like that, when you engage in fun, your body reduces endorphins, which help relieve stress. They're that natural feel-good chemical that's released from your brain and it reduces pain as well. So when you take a few minutes and you laugh or be silly or play, your body feels better, making it possible for you to be able then to be an adult and go do all those commitments and responsibilities and all that adulting you need to do. So let's talk about a few other benefits of playing, the importance of playing, and then we'll talk about what play really is. But I want you, as you're thinking for a minute, as I get ready to share these, I want you to think about, am I stuck too? Am I stuck in all this overwhelm that I'm forgetting like how to be happy, how to have fun, how to take action in um, doing something that would feel good to me? Where are you stuck? And as I read these benefits, see if one of them might help you with that challenge or that area where you're feeling stuck. So benefits of playing every day. One of them is it brings joy. Who doesn't need more joy? Especially as we're living in a world with a pandemic and so much uncertainty already. Wouldn't a little joy be good for you? It would sure be good for me. Playing every day is vital for um, developing and strengthening your problem-solving skills. Now, as I said, in this uncertain world, would being able to solve problems and think through things and remember things better help you? Playing for a few minutes every day boosts creativity. Now, some people need to be more creative in, um, they think of that as like arts and crafts and music and things like that. And it certainly can be. But what would happen if you were more creative in your parenting, your relationships? What if you were more creative in um, solving a work problem, creating a new program for your business or your company? Like creating is not just arts and crafts or music. It's not just the arts. It's so much bigger than that. Sometimes we create outfits or new hairstyles. Sometimes we create a new meal. Like wouldn't creativity 
help you fulfill your life even more? When we play every day, it also improves our emotional well-being. Now, again, this is an uncertain time with a lot of sadness and stuckness and anxiety and fears and depression. If you could take a few minutes every day and benefit from playing, wouldn't that help your emotional states? Another benefit of playing every day is that we get to forget for just a few moments. We get to take off our adult hat and we get to put on our fun, playful hat. And it allows us to just forget to take a break from our adulting, from our commitments. Now, last episode, we talked about panic attacks. And sometimes um, panic attacks get triggered because we are so overwhelmed. We have too many browser tabs. I compare it to a computer's browser tabs being open. Too many running too long. So if you have a lot of those browser tabs open and you're, it's causing you to have fear and anxiety and panic, taking a few minutes and shutting all those down for a few minutes and uh, just for a few minutes and being able to play, to feel joy and to get all out of that overwhelm, that's going to help reduce anxiety and panic attacks as well. That's a major bonus if that's something you struggle with. So playing also does a few more things. It helps improve our brain function so that our brain is excited. It gets to do something different. It gets to um, practice problem solving skills or puzzles or it challenge us to um, sharpen our those um, I'm not a brain scientist but you know all those nerves and neurons and those memories and all those connections it helps us strengthen those pathways in our brain so we can recall information so our memory does work better now my children like to play Monopoly it's not one of my favorite games I'll be honest I think it takes too long. I'm not great with money. I'm not great with numbers. I'm getting better with strategies though. But when we play games, even like Monopoly board games, all of a sudden now our brains get a chance to, again, forget about our adulting for a minute. We get to have be a little bit competitive in our spirit. We get to maybe count money. How are we going to build houses? Are we going to put hotels on? Um, how are we going to get around the board? And we have to use our brain in a different way that is exciting and challenging for our brain. Some games allow us to practice teamwork skills, which improve communication as well. So there's so many benefits to playing. And the good thing is there's no right or wrong way to play. Everybody's going to do it in a way that's fun for them and unique to them. Before I do share more about that, though, I want to share one more bonus that play can help. Um, if you are in a relationship, if you're married and you are struggling and you're like, oh, my goodness, we're just disconnected or we're so busy adulting or working or struggling or trying to pay the bills that our relationship's in trouble. Well, did you know playing in a, in a relationship helps change those things, helps turn those things around? When was the last time you truly laughed with your partner, your spouse? 
When was the last time you guys just were silly or played a game? You know, when you play as a couple, it helps rekindle your relationship. It helps even open up doors to emotional intimacy. Once some of that laughter and those feel-good endorphins are released, it allows that door of emotional connection to open up. Playing together helps heal resentments. It helps you have less disagreements and it helps heal the hurts. There's a psychiatrist named Dr. Stuart Brown who says play is the purest expression of love. So if you're missing that loving connection in your relationship, think about how you dated. See, when we date, aren't we in a playful state? We're flirting. We're going on little outings and ventures. We're going bowling. We're going to the movies. We're, you know, going hiking. We're, whatever it is, we're going on these adventures that allow us to play, to stop the world for a few minutes and to connect and be present and be silly and just laugh and have fun together. And that's what makes that dating phase so magical. And that's often what's missing as we start having children and careers. We forget to play together with our spouse in a way that be, creates that magic and those, that um, emotional intimacy that we need. When we get caught stuck sitting around in adulting, whether it's on the computer, at our jobs, or just scrolling through Facebook or other social media channels, playing video games even, even though that can be a form of play, but when we're doing it on our own, on a device, we're not getting the movement that our body needs to feel like it's playing. We're not getting the interaction that we need with each other. And so we're not creating that positive energy that releases those endorphins. So while those things can be good, they can also make it so that we miss out on some of the extra bonuses that can come with play. So what is play for you? There's no right or wrong here. Playing can be anything that you do that fills you up, makes you feel good, moves your body in some way, disconnects you from the adultness that you're always having to deal with. So there's no right or wrong. It's almost a process or a journey. It's just something that you find that creates happiness in you. That's all. Something that allows you to take off your adult hat and just forget about those commitments and the responsibilities that you have for just a few moments. One way to help you discover if you're not sure the answer to that question is to ask yourself, what did I do as a kid? What made me feel free and happy and alive? What just made me feel wonderful when I was a kid? What actions did I take that made me feel happy? You know, for me, I didn't realize this until um, a little while ago, but I started noticing um, as I was pondering back over my life that there was a pattern there. And, what, and that pattern was, I love 
to swing on swing sets. I spent most of my childhood swinging on a swing set or flipping over a tricky bar doing flips, but it was always moving my body in a way that felt freeing. But swing sets were a huge part of it. I find that even now, when I'm stressed or struggling, my body is drawn to the park because I wanna go sit on the swing set. That's where I can take off my adult hat for just a few minutes and feel my body feel free as I swing back and forth, feel my hair blowing, feel that my legs just dangling and looking out at the park. And our park closest to our house, I can see out quite a distance and I can see sunsets if I go in the evening. I can see a lake out in the distance. I can see dogs walking and um, people walking. I can see um, even sometimes deer at our park wandering around. So for me, it's really connecting me to nature and it just provides such a sense of freedom that connects me to my childhood in with so many good memories from my childhood. So for me, swinging on a swing set is a big one. But for you, it might be something like maybe you climbed a lot of trees or maybe you like to do art. Maybe you're an artist and you haven't picked up a crayon or a colored pencil in a long time. Maybe you were um, a kid who liked to build forts. You got out all your mom's blankets, you ripped off all the blankets off of your bed, and you took books or whatever you could find and you um, to hold the blankets up, you over draped them over chairs or nightstands or whatever the, whatever you did. But maybe you were a fort builder. When was the last time you built a fort? And what's stopping you from doing it now? Maybe you were a bike rider. Maybe you just love to be out on your bike. Maybe you were that kid who rushed, got up early every sun, uh, Saturday morning. You rushed out into the family room and you turned on, a TV, on the TV while you were in your jammies and you had a great big bowl of cereal and you loved Saturday morning cartoons. When was the last time you got up early on a Saturday to watch cartoons? and eat sugary cereal. You know, um, a few months back, my husband said, I wanted to go fly, uh, fly a kite. And our whole family went out. Um, we live um, in Utah, so we went out by the Great Salt Lake. And one evening, we flew kites. And I hadn't done that since I was a kid. And I'd really only done it once or twice, maybe as a kid. But how fun was it just to watch my kids and my husband and I just run around and try to fly a kite. We weren't super successful, but we had a lot of fun. We did get the kites up a few times. So when was the last time you did that? When was the last time you ran across the grass barefoot? So I want you to think about what were some of the things you did as a kid that allowed you to play and create and that filled you up. So that's step number one. If you're not sure how to play, think about what did you do as a kid. The second thing is I would surround yourself as much as possible with people who have the same mindset. Have you ever been around someone for long periods of time who was just totally down in the dumps? Who just like didn't wanna do anything and everything you suggested, they were just like, no, no, no. 
that's not fun to be around for very long. Now, I'm not saying don't be around people like that. And I'm not saying don't help them and love them and, and things like that. But if you need to play, if you need to be the best you want to be in your life, if you want to be anxiously engaged in your life so that then you can help others, you got to fill yourself first. And so try to surround yourself as much as possible with people who have the same mindset, who are happy, who are taking action steps. And I'm not saying be happy every minute of every day. We all have emotions and we need to be human and we need to feel them. But try to surround yourself with people who are as positive and upbeat and who are as happy as possible. There's a lot of statistics, their numbers, I've heard several different numbers in this, so it doesn't really matter. But the idea of it is, you know, you are the sum of the five or eight or 10 people that you spend your most time around. So look around those five, eight, 10 people. Who do you spend your time around? Are they happy? Are they upbeat? Do you like being around them because they inspire you to be better? Or are they holding you back and keeping you stuck? So if you need to change some of the people in your tribe or expand your tribe to incorporate more people who are living anxiously engaged, then I encourage you to do that. Find people who have the same mindset as you do. The third thing I would recommend is if you're not sure how to play or what that could look like, I want you to go to the experts. Now, you see, there's experts around us all the time and they are little people called kids. What do little kids do? If you can't remember what you did as a kid or if you didn't get the opportunity to be a kid when you were supposed to be, you could still have that time and season now and be a responsible adult. So look to kids. They're the experts in this. They haven't had so much overwhelming responsibilities that they've forgotten how to play yet. One of the greatest movies um, about playing and connecting to your childhood is the movie Hook with Robin Williams. It's a great movie because he has to remember in there what made him happy. And it was things from his childhood, things he did in his youth that he had forgotten as an adult. So watch that movie even. That could be a fun way to kind of open your mind and spark some ideas about how you can be more playful. But kids are an amazing go-to. So go into their world. If you have your own children, if you have nieces or nephews, go into their world. Get down on their level. See it from their eyes, from their height, from their perspective. And give yourself permission to be silly to create, to dream, to imagine. It's okay to do those things. But make sure you make this a no phone zone. When you're playing, put your phone away. Put the phone away because you didn't have a phone when you were a kid playing. So put it aside. And you don't have to play for hours on end. Play for just five or 10 minutes a day. Find something that lights you up that you can do that would help you disconnect so that when you reconnect with your adulting and your responsibilities, you're filled up and you feel good inside. Now, last tip. 
you don't know where to start. Maybe you're like, well, I'm watching my kids, but I'm still not sure what would make me happy. Or I, I'm not sure who to surround myself with. I don't have a tribe yet. I can't remember what I did as a kid. I think it might have been this. It might have been that. I'm not sure. One place that you can go that is fantastic for sparking creativity and what you could do to play some, is to go to your local dollar store. Most people, at least here in the United States, have a Dollar Tree or a Dollar General or a, some kind of a dollar store where everything is a dollar. It's a great place to go get inspiration. They have coloring books. They have sidewalk chalk. They have bubbles. When was the last time you blew bubbles? Maybe take them in the shower with you in the morning and just blow bubbles. <laughs> They have princess crowns. They have dinosaurs and cars and trucks and bouncy balls. They have puzzles. They have art projects, craft projects. So if you're not sure where to get started and you need somewhere to spark your creativity, start at the dollar store. Find something you can do for a dollar this week. And if you have kids that you can do it with, even better. Or get one of your best girlfriends. How fun would it be to say to your adult girlfriend, hey, we're going to color in coloring books today. Or we're going to go to the park and swing on the swing set and blow bubbles. Like, how much fun could that be? So if you're trying to be more anxiously engaged, I want to invite you and encourage you to expand your ideas this week to playing Schedule a few minutes every day, find something fun to do, and then let me know how it goes. In the meantime, I wish you all an anxiety-free and a gratitude-filled time.